0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we are going to be diving into a topic that I think is really important for any mom who is starting her online business journey, or maybe you're already on it, or just any mom in general. And this is setting an example for your kids. The last few weeks, I've really been diving deeper into the purpose of this show and my mission for my brand. And one of the whole reasons I started Naptime Business Moms was to teach moms how to build an online business in less time. That way they could be more intentional and more present with their family. This brand is about so much more than just building an online business. It's about doing it in a way that's sustainable, that feels right to you, building your business in a way that sets an example for your kids on how they can achieve things and accomplish big goals while being totally present with their family and not totally buying into the hustle culture that our society pushes so strongly on everyone, on our kids, on us moms, on everyone. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode, so let's jump in. Do you wish that you can make money from home to give your family more financial freedom? Are you lacking purpose in your day-to-day routines as a stay-at-home mom? What if I told you that there was a way to have purpose outside of motherhood, build a business you are proud of, make money from home, and be totally present with your family? My name is Jolie Gregerson, stay-at-home mom to three young kiddos coffee lover, business owner, and coach. And my mission is to help stay-at-home moms craft the foundation for their online business from the ground up. So they can make money from home in a way that doesn't feel like they're losing time with their kids, which for me was during their nap times. If you're ready to build an online business in a way that allows you to remain a fully present and engaged mom and find purpose beyond motherhood, then this podcast is for you. Whether you're doing dishes, driving in the car, we're listening in your small moments of me time, I'm happy to have you here. So grab a coffee and let's jump in. Welcome back and happy Tuesday. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. I hope that you got lots of good family time or you had fun plans. I know as we approach the holiday season, actually we're kind of in the holiday season, it can get pretty crazy. It's already crazy around here, we've already had Two of our four (laughs) christmas celebrations we had one on saturday and one on sunday and then we have one on friday and then sunday of this week (laughs) so there's a lot going on around here we'll also be traveling to the in-laws house which is always a haul for us and yeah Definitely fun times since I do love the holiday season, but also very, very busy. A little update, as I kind of mentioned in the intro, is that I have been doing a lot of, I don't want to say rebranding, but just diving super, super deep and getting super, super clear on my brand, Naptime Business Moms, and my mission, and just getting ultra clarity before going into the new year. I have some huge goals for the new year. I think it 2024 is going to be amazing for my business, for my self-development, and just so many different aspects of my life. And I just really want to make sure that Naptime Business Moms is on the right track on my vision and what I want from it. I kind of mentioned before that I want it to be so much more than just another how to make money online, online business type brand. I want it to be tailored toward moms, which it obviously is, but I want to focus more in the new year on how to build a business and be intentional with your family. The whole purpose of Naptime Business Moms is Building a business in your cracks of your day, not devoting all of your time to your business and neglecting your kids or neglecting your faith or whatever else is important to you. It's having boundaries, having structures, and having non negotiables. So, as this has kind of been heavy on my heart on the direction I want my brand to go. Then I've really just been diving deep into what I want my core pillars to be, what I want the core of my brands to be, and what changes I need to make going into 2024 in order to achieve that. So lots of growth coming in the future, lots of fun things. I will probably do a podcast episode completely talking about this when I have it all dialed going into the new year. It's going to be awesome. You guys are going to love it. So definitely stay tuned for that. And jumping into this episode, I wanted to talk about setting good examples for your children. And this could be for any aspect of your life in motherhood. This could be the way you run your household, the way you parent, the way you take care of your body, the way you nourish your family, the way you run your business, the way you set goals, the way you structure your house duties, the way you love your husband. All of this is setting examples for your children. And it's really important to really get clear on who you want to be as a mom. What kind of examples do you want to leave? And As we all know, our children are watching everything we do. I am always shocked at the things that my children will pick up on and repeat back to me. And I'm like, whoa, where did you learn that? And then if I really look in the mirror, I'm like, wow, that's something I say all the time. Or that's something I do all the time. And it's just amazing to me how much they pick up on. So even the little things that you're doing throughout the day, they pick up on that stuff. And every day you have a choice on what kind of example you want to be because you are shaping how they are going to structure their own life. And obviously each kid is different. Everyone is different. We obviously didn't follow exactly in our parents' footsteps, but a lot of that foundational stuff will stick with them. So systems and what is important to you and what your non-negotiables are is going to be really important in your motherhood journey. because like I said, we are always being examples or setting examples for our children on how things should be run. and we are not perfect. Sometimes, obviously we have flaws that we fall into. For an example, It's been a constant battle for me not getting sucked into the social media scroll. (laughs) I'm sure all of us can raise our hand or relates to getting too caught up in that being our go-to when we just want to unwind. I know when I am overstimulated or I'm really tired that day and so just getting through the mundane tasks and my toddler's fighting and stuff, I just look forward to a minute to just sit down and kind of unwind a little bit or feel like I'm getting a mental break and for me that default has been going to my phone for way too long. And so it's been a hard habit to break. Um, I've been super intentional about it lately and really setting those boundaries because I took a good look in the mirror on the example I wanted to set and that is not (laughs) what I wanted to set. So I've been working on that. So I'm not saying that all of us are perfect. We're all going to have our flaws and that is totally okay and if anything, it's good for our kids to see that and then see how we work through it. So sometimes if I am just super tired and I am tell myself I'm only going to jump on Instagram or Facebook for just a couple minutes and then I'm scrolling for way too long because, I mean, there's professional engineers that are paid to keep people addicted to social media and they're the ones that are running the apps And so don't feel bad. (laughs) There's some of the smartest people in the world that's paid to keep you on those apps. So don't feel bad about it. Just be more aware of it like I am. And sometimes I'll tell myself, okay, I'm just gonna sit down for a couple minutes, just kind of see what's up with people. And then next thing I know, 20 minutes, half an hour has gone by. And I've been working on vocalizing that, okay, I was accidentally on my phone for way too long. I'm gonna sit that down and read a good book or do my devotionals and my kids love that. I'll just read them alou- read my devotionals aloud to them or let's do a quick tidy up of the house or do you guys wanna work out with me? Like just change the tune and kind of vocalize that, oh, I meant to sit down for only a couple minutes but I got sucked into... My phone, sorry about that. Let's get to something more productive. So even when you do have your flaws or things that you don't necessarily think are good examples for your children, you can vocalize it and then show them how you're changing the behavior. And that also sets a really good example for them. And having these good structures on how you are structuring your day and systems is what i meant to say having these good systems on how you're structuring your day is going to be really beneficial because it takes the overwhelm out of it you have a plan of action for the day you kind of know what your main focus is what bucket you are pouring into out of your non-negotiables and it just really helps the day to flow and for you to stay on task better And this is one of the things I'm really going to be diving into is more of those systems that helps you guys along and helps me along. And we're really gonna be diving into that in the new year, so be on the lookout for that. But having those systems in place to where you actually have a plan of action is really going to help you to stay on task, create those habits, and in return, be a good example to your kids. And when you're building a business, having the work-life balance, you're able to show them, hey, this is what work-life balance looks like. And that is something I have also had to work on when I get super excited about my business, which happens a lot. (laughs) I have a ton of ideas for naptime business moms and the direction I want it to go. And so I get really excited about it. And so obviously it's on my mind a lot. So, one thing I have had to be super intentional about is time blocking my day. That way, I have exact times when I'm working on my business, and then I'm able to just dedicate all of my focus to that. But then, when that time block is done, I'm done with it. I'm not going to research things on my phone or do anything like that relating to my business because. I think that's what I would fall into a lot is I would have my time block that I was working on my business, but then in the times when I was supposed to be just focused on other areas of my life, like tidying the house or spending quality one-on-one time being totally present with my kids, I was still thinking about my business and then something would pop into my mind and I'd be like, ooh, I should look into that really quick. And then I'd be scrolling on my phone, researching something for my business, but I wasn't actually working on it. for. So for some reason, I didn't count that as my working on my business time because I only counted actually sitting down and making progress on my business part of that time. Which is a totally flawed way to think about it <laughs> because then even in my scheduled just unplugging being totally present with my kids savoring these young years moments then I wasn't actually totally present my mind was elsewhere and your kids pick up on that they know when you are totally engaged with them and they know when you are distracted and that is something I also really have to deal with is I tend to be very driven And I think I could easily sit down and just work on my business all day long. And I would be totally happy doing that. So squeezing it into small time blocks, like either during nap times or after they go to bed or any little tiny spare pockets of time that I get, it feels like I'm not really moving the needle, even though I am. But it's just a mental block that I had to get over in order to be my best self for my kids, be my be the mom i wanted to be and still move the needle along without feeling like i was failing or i wasn't going anywhere fast. And that's what i was getting at. Part of it is because i was seeing all over the place. Obviously, i see, i follow a lot of entrepreneurial pages and groups and people on Instagram. And the message is always the same. And that's the people at the top hustled harder than you. And although I do, I do believe that you do have to hustle for what you're going to build your business into, but I don't believe in the way that everyone is putting that message out that you have to do it 24 seven, seven days a week, no breaks, wake up and work. That's just not sustainable, especially for us who have higher expectations on how we're going to parent. I know my primary audience is stay-at-home moms, so obviously we put that at high value. We love the time with our kids, and we know how important that is, and so obviously we're not going to be able to buy into the hustle culture completely, and that will leave us stressed out. And also leave us feeling like we aren't going anywhere fast or maybe that we shouldn't even do this at this stage of our life. I do believe that you have to work hard for what you're going to get, but I don't believe it has to be in that all time consuming, exhausting way that everyone is preaching that basically you can sleep when you're dead. It's just not realistic. What I do believe more in is that consistency is going to be what gets you there. It's not going to be spending all day, all night hustling on your business because oftentimes if you're super intentional about what you're doing, you can get more done in the nap times or after the kids go to bed in those small pockets of time than other people do when they have all day, but they're not moving the needle they're doing things that feel like progress but it's not actually progress so yes us nap time business moms have to be a little more intentional about our time and how we're using it and not wasting it on fluff and actually doing things that are practical and moving the needle on your business the biggest thing is consistency if you are consistent And not giving up, even though it feels hard, you're going to move forward and you're going to be successful. And by fostering this work-life balance or these systems in your home, you're setting that example for your kids. And so they are able to follow in your footsteps. And in so much more than just business, I am fostering those skills in their future education and when they have to manage their school schedules and maybe they're in sports so they have to manage that too but then they also have to take care of themselves and spend time with their family at the end of the day because in our house we believe family is so so important that is the whole reason I'm a stay-at-home mom that's the whole reason we are leaning toward homeschooling in the future and that's another story but Family is so important, especially in today's world where they have so many things just thrown at them. It's just so important. I could go on and on about it, but it's fostering those skills for later in their life. And you are setting examples for that on how you run your home and how you're going to parent them. So my challenge to you guys moving forward, especially into the new year, I thought this would be perfect as we're setting those goals, setting those resolutions, that you really try to focus on what sort of parent you want to be. What kind of examples do you want to lead? What kind of home environment are you going to foster? Whether you like it or not, every single day, you are leading by example, whether it be good habits or bad habits. And it's up to you to decide what kind of example you want to lead. And so just really try to let that soak in going into new year and really give it some thought. I know I've had to really sit back and think about what kind of mom I want to be, what kind of wife I want to be, what kind of daughter and friend I want to be, all of the things. And that's another thing we're going to be diving into more in the new year is your identity as a mom and what that looks like as far as just motherhood in general, but also a mom while building a business at home all of those things, all of the things I said that I've been really trying to get fully clear on my brand and what I want Naptime Business Moms to stand for. And so definitely be on the lookout for all of that. I hope this gave you some inspiration on leading by example, giving good examples to your kids, being super intentional about your time. We're going to dive way more into it, but I hope that this helped you in some way, gave you some inspiration, and I'm going to wrap it up here because it is super late as per usual, and I am ready for bed. (laughs) I will see you guys in the next one. Okay, you guys, that's it for this episode. I hope you got some sort of value today that you can either apply to your business or your life as a busy mom. The biggest way you can show your support for my show is to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. Also, sharing this podcast with another mom who might want to start her own online business during her kids' nap times. I really appreciate each one of you that are spreading the word about my show as it helps me to grow, reach, and help more stay-at-home moms build a business and bless their family. I'll see you guys in the next episode.